Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, what is going on, people? You know that sound, the unfiltered band. means, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming at you right here, right now. Officially, this will go down as episode number 171. Is that right? 171? My goodness. Thank you for being on board the Unfiltered Revolution. This one entitled Great Expectations. And thank you. Our expectations are always met by the Unfiltered Band and by you. You could jump on board Unfiltered Revolution. Number of ways to do that at Casey Stern on Twitter. Hop on up into the bio, get in there, and jump on the YouTube channel if you're already here watching the videos. A welcome and uh, thank you uh, to our new subscribers. We are, are growing. I love making um, passive aggressive jokes at myself. It's been a thing I do for a long time. Uh, I feel like self-deprecating humor. It's just kind of part of who I am. So I, I remember joking with um, with family when I had, I think, six, 16 subscribers. Now we're up to 250, so we killing it. If you want to get on board, jump on the YouTube channel, get all the videos and all the interviews, all the life interactions, the sports, and much, much more, and you can share along the way. And thank you, as always, to the folks along the way who are the predominant number that join us here every day and every week, and that, of course, on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else where you get your podcasts. We, of course, as always, presented by our good friends at Bet Online. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Everything from pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You're always going to get the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. Live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or any game imaginable. BetOnline truly is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports leagues and events. Head over to the website today or use the mobile device, your mobile device. I guess not the mobile device, unless you title it the mobile device. You can join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. It's B-L-E-A-V. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's betonline.ag, betonline.ag, where the game starts as we get started here. Um, what does it say? Thursday. I got started with uh, some some real talk. So, it, yeah, every once in a while, I hide, hide the kids for a second. So, every once in a while, like, I do some really dumb shit when I'm tired. Like, does this ever happen to you? So sometimes when, like, mentally my brain is just wiped, I will have a moment where I'm like, yeah, how dumb am I at this at this moment in this juncture? Like, for example, today in general, after yesterday. So is that the, the store? At, they call it a store. But at the restaurant for about, like, 12 hours straight. And I was the only server on site yesterday. And about five, six hours in, my brain just started to go like people gone. Right. So around, I don't know. I think it was like seven o'clock at night. I had a folder with some of my stuff for work and my car keys and a couple of pens. Cause I want to get pens with me. And I had it over on the counter in the back of the restaurant by the kitchen. And I was walking back and forth and, and swinging my arms and, like a dope, I felt like I knocked something and I heard it go into the garbage with all the food in it and so on and so forth right next to it. Like I could hear the shh, like on the plastic, right? Now I thought, because I bring so many damn pens with me, I thought it was my pen in the moment and I had a ton of tables. So I was I was out there and, and that's it, all right? Got to do what I got to do. Forget it, the pen's gone. I'll figure out which pen later. Then I'm driving home yesterday and... 
I should drive with glasses. Sometimes I, I don't like they're useful. In need is it's it's relative, depending upon if I know where I'm going or if I need to see signs because I'm nearsighted, right? Can't see from distance very well. So I'm driving. I'm like, shoot, I think I, I think I left my glasses at the restaurant. I knew I had them on this morning. Like, I think I actually had them on the way to the, to the restaurant. Like, I, th I think I lost them. And then that moment hit. That moment, like, four hours later, driving delirious in a car home, so excited to just pass the hell out. And that moment hit. That shh in the garbage. The garbage that I had just with all the food in it, take it out as one of my side work chores before I get home for the night. And make sure the floors are mopped, in the bathrooms, and I got to take the trash. And I took the trash. It was too late. And the dumpster is gone. And I remember what the shh was. And sure enough, they're not in the car. They ain't in the house. They ain't in the restaurant. They somewhere at the local dump. So if it looks like I can't see right now, if you're watching on video, I can see. Just enough because my, my glasses are gone. They're finite. And I don't even like have a prescription anywhere. I don't even remember. It's been so long ago since I got, I don't even remember where I have the prescription from. So I got to like go to the eye doctor now and do this all over again. So I don't know why I started this podcast by venting to you, but here I am. Here I am. You know, rock me like a hurry. We are here. We're in it. So if I seem delirious, I also am blind at the same time. And appreciate you. Unfiltered, the revolution. Let's go. Great expectations. Expectations in sports are difficult to deal with for players and for the athletes. They're difficult for the teams. They're difficult because no matter what you do, it may be good enough. And if it's good enough, we kind of leave you over here alone. But we ain't going to praise you because you're expected to do that. You're like a field goal kicker. Nobody going to really, you get a little pat on the back, make an extra point. You get a little bit of a bigger pat on the back, you kick a field goal. You get a game winner, it'll give you some love. Outside of that, the only time you hear about a field goal kicker is when they screw up. That's it. Blair Walsh, right? That's it. That's all you got. You're an athlete or a team with expectations, no matter what you do, it is never going to be good enough because the expectation is that you're going to win the whole damn show. The expectation is you are here to win 100 games and win a championship. You're here to win in the NBA Finals. You're here to win a Stanley Cup. You are here to win the U.S. Open, you're, whatever it may be. That's what you're here to do, right? Think about last year. Last year, the New York Mets had a franchise record type of a season. I mean, you know, for the Mets, and certainly I know this is a Met fan, and Met fans know this. I mean, there aren't many years, right? Count them on a couple fingers. This team's won over 100 games. You've got many years where you've got a manager of the year in Buck Showalter, yeah, a bunch of all-stars, you got a batting title winner, you're flaunting the best prospect in the league. I mean, you went out there and you won over 100 games. You made the playoffs. But all we talking about, and I'm not discounting it, all we talking about are what? What they did, the lead after June 10th, what they did in August, what they did in September, 
right? What they did in October, didn't do. So we're talking about. It was from, you know, depending on what account you listen to and what time of year that it was said, it was anything from a disappointment to a disaster. And they won over 100 games, got manager of the year and the batting title and all those other things, right? Let's move forward. The Dodgers. Dodgers last year before the year, Doc, my my dude, Dave Roberts, love him. But he out there saying, we're going to guarantee, I, you know, we're going to win the World Series. And they won, what, 110 games? 112? How many games they win? A lot. And guess what? They got sent home. They got upset. They got knocked off by a rival. Get out of here. It's a disappointment. It's a disaster. Or somewhere in the in-between. Expectations. That's what happens with expectations. The New York Yankees got a record year from Aaron Judge. They won the division again. And let's not forget, you go back to the Booney tenure that began. He got back-to-back 100-win seasons. And I understand everything, that, and I love him, but everything that he's done hasn't been great. Like Cash, too, everything he's done hasn't been perfect. I get it. But, you know, hey, look, this is what you did during this year. They won a playoff round, right? They lost to a better team in Houston. These are the things you look at it now and you say, but let's go back to where we were. The Yankees can't hit. Judge carried the team. The rest of the team's a disaster. Cash should be gone. Booney should be gone. The team's a joke. Forget it. Garrett Cole gives up too many home runs. I hate everyone, right? That's the Yankees if you're in New York. Expectations. They ain't great, but they're great expectations, are they not? That's what makes it so amazing what the Astros have done. The Astros sitting there, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six consecutive LCSs to have that kind of domination at that kind of level. And I understand what they're doing in 2017, what they're doing now, right? And not only all the studs and the stars that they had, but all the guys that they lost and the Correas that are gone and others that are gone. And then they bring in an Alvarez and he grows up and a Tucker and he grows up, right? And the Javier and he grows up and a Valdez and he grows up. And an Abreu in the bullpen, and he grows up. They bring over Presley, and then he builds up. And all this stuff going on while Altuve and Bregman and company still there, right? And Hinch out, and then Dusty in. What that team's done, I mean, that's remarkable stuff in any sport to have expectations that are that high. And to continue to exceed is crazy. To live up to is crazy. And I understand they're not in the New York or the L.A. market, and that does matter. It does make a difference. Nationally, it does. But I'm just saying, that's a thing, people. This is a real thing, okay? But what about 2023 in this world we live now in Major League Baseball? The New York Mets, you thought their expectations were big a year ago. You thought their expectations were big a year ago. Now, I understand they lost Jacob DeGrom, but they brought in Justin Verlander. They brought in that dude, Justin Verlander, to be with Scherzer. I get they lost Taiwan Walker. I get they lost Chris Bassett. But they brought in the, the that ghost pitch with Kodai Senga. They brought in Jose Quintana. They still got dudes in the Petersons and the others, and here comes Lucchese back, and et cetera, and so on and so forth in depth. And their, their roster, look at their staff, last year, Edwin Diaz. Well, now he back. Remember Adam, Adam Adovino, what he did? No, he back. But now they have Brooks Raley and David Robertson and more and more and more. And all of a sudden, that staff is better. 
right? Marte, not injured now. Remember what it did to him last year. Healthier lineup. Alvarez more into the full. Another year of this. Another year of that. Another year further from Lindor from that first year, which was a little uh, disappointing, to say the least, for sure. And last year was fantastic, right? So all of a sudden, okay. And, and Nimmo continues to grow, and he was healthy. And all these things going on, the depth and Escobar in that second half. And now the expectations for these Mets are even higher than they were last year when they didn't reach them and they were a failure to many of you. How about the expectations for the Philadelphia Phillies? Philadelphia Phillies aren't going to have Bryce Harper for a few months, but they got Trey Turner in the mix. They got Wheeler and Nola still in the mix. They added, speaking of bullpen arms, that now we're years removed from Philadelphia's bullpen being an issue. Now we've gone from an issue to being a strength. And what we know from Robbie Thompson, what we know from Dave Dabrowski and the continued work, and you know what they're going to do midseason, and speaking of which, and Harper coming back around the break or whatever it's going to be, and what he did last year, and what Philly did last year, and Kyle Schwarber and company, and oh, baby, here we are. Philadelphia got some expectations. Well, the Atlanta Braves, they're in there too, are they not? World champs from what? The year before last. Last year, we're a playoff team. Last year, we're a division winner again. Last year, played 115-win ball for four months to win the division, to take it, not to accidentally slip and fall into it when the Mets caved, but to take it and to beat them head-to-head six important times and all those things that they did and to play the way they did at home down the stretch. But, hey, you think you're that good after paying out all those contracts? You don't need Dansby Swanson? I don't know about that. Let's see what we got, Vaughn Grissom. Every day. Let's see what we got at the shortstop position every day. Let's see Strider, who's a Cy Young candidate for me for sure. Say what you want about the guy or don't want about the guy. That's what he is, right? The now for the Braves, the expectations even greater. And I still like Ian Anderson and Sorokin coming back. And and you know what Kyle Wright and the growth of that last year and Alex Anthopoulos and this team and Brian Snitker and, and Olsen and yada, yada, yada and Acuna a year healthier and being more of that 100% of himself, one of the best players on earth, right? Braves got some expectations, do they not? How about the expectations out West? And by the way, I'm skipping the NL Central and I'm skipping the AL Central. The people in the Central, dead Central, are going to hate me. All right, like the Cardinals, I get it. Let's see if they can pitch better than last year. We're going to talk plenty about the Cardinals here in this this spring training season on the show. Hit every team, all right? But, you know, I don't know what they are. I think the Cubs are a little better. The Brewers are going to be around with counts in that group. And we understand yada, yada, Reds. I love Joey Votto, whatever. Then on the other side, we get and the Pirates, too. Uh, On the other side, okay, the Guardians and Tito, we know they're going to be right there. The Twins and Correa is back. Maybe they'll be a little better. Maybe not. White Sox got to be better than the dysfunction that they were. Yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Royals, we like them too. All right? There's the central divisions. The expectations, not very big. All right? Expectations out left, they out right. They're not down the middle. Not down the middle. Unless you're including Texas down bottom with, with Houston. And what Texas can do this year to be maybe one of those teams that grow. Right? They're not down the middle. Not in central. Let's go out west. Dodgers, expectations. You think because last year they lost, anybody expecting anything less? You think as a little trade turner, anybody expecting anything less? Those expectations could be high. They're expected to rebound and recover. They still got Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. You seen them, heard them, watched them? How about all that young pitching? Can it stay healthy enough? How about the bullpen arms? Can they stay healthy enough? But San Diego on that trail, the Padres right there. 
the Padres and the Fernando Tatis situation, which to me is a fascinating one because we talk about Ronald Acuna Jr. being a year away uh, from the injuries, right? Now, well, Fernando Tatis Jr., what is he, months away from the pinworm, right? In addition to everything else, Fernando Tatis Jr. all smiles. He's in camp, but let's see you in the outfield. Let's see you dedicate to your craft. Let's see not just the talent, but that mama mentality, if you will, match that talent. Let's see you go out there and say, I'm a better player than Manny Machado. I'm a better player than Juan Soto. Guess what? Nano Tatis Jr. got the tools to be a better player than Manny Machado and a better player than Juan Soto. And guess what? If you don't think expectations belong in San Diego, look at the three players I just mentioned. I'll give you this case right now. Mark it down. You get the Machado you got last year, and you get the talent that is in a Soto that we've seen at the highest point and an in a Tatis Jr. that we still are watching rise. And those three of the top 10, 12 players on earth, and they all right there. And they're led by, this isn't Jace Tingler world anymore, as we saw last year, Bob Melvin. Now they bow Melvin like in Oakland, right? You got all that pitching. And they added depth and depth and depth for days. So that three, four, five in that rotation, let's see what you got today, you tomorrow, you the next time around. Other guys in the bullpen, add to the back end of the bullpen, and now a more confident and healthier behind Suarez and crew, Hader, who's sitting there, who once they figured out how to use him, looked like Hader again. That San Diego Padres got some expectations, people. Do they not? Crazy. American League, Houston Astros for sure. We understand that. We get that. And again, they should. And I've said this, I'll say it again. Christian Javier, a Cy Young candidate for certain, should be. Yeah, I look... I, loss of Verlander, anybody who loses Justin Verlander, that's a loss. We understand that. I'm not saying it's not. But bringing in and bringing up Javier to that extra step with Framber Valdez, you still got a two-headed monster up there at the front end of aces. I can't wait to see what Abreu and some of these other arms do with more rain and run and leash to work with in terms of innings. They got Dusty still there. Got that growing lineup because the Tucker's a company getting better. They got kids coming up, and the Astros still the class of that West. Now, look, I don't know what the heck the expectation is of what team Otani's going to play for. Want to watch him and Trout. I don't know how much you're getting out of DeGrom, but I know how much you're getting out of Bruce Bochy, and that group is certainly getting better and more talented in Texas. That's going to be a fun division to watch, but don't be, don't be you know, crazy. Those expectations lay in Houston lap and still and still and still because they still got that belt. And still. How about American League East? Yankees not just bringing Aaron Judge back. He back. Excuse me. But they also bring back Anthony Rizzo, which is huge for me in the room and on the field. They got kids coming. The kids we've seen, the Volpes of the world who are coming. They got, speaking of kids, Nesca Cortez, right? Another year once he rebounds now from this, you know, a little banged up. But Severino, healthy. Garrett Cole, not alone. Carlos Rodon there. That's a stab, people. That's one of the best rotations in the game. Now, I still don't know if they can hit enough. I still don't know what you're getting out of Giancarlo Stanton for a full year and if healthy and when healthy and what, right? I still don't know how much Judge needs to carry them the way he did last year. And if he needs to be in the leadoff spot, not, not a good sign, right? In my opinion. I want to see that lineup. But you got expectations there in New York, and they're going to be expected to go win 100 games win the division. And it's New York. When are you going to do it? How many times are you going to lose when you get there? You know, how, It's not the Yankee way, right? It's not what the Steinbrenners expect. How about the, the pressure that's on Aaron Boone, the pressure that's on Brian Cashman, right? 
What happened Toronto? Toronto, they put so much pressure on this team like two years ago, way too early after they made the, the Semyon move and all those, those moves and we sat there in the COVID offseason. And everybody like, okay, now in that shortened year, they stuck in the playoffs. The, the Blue Jays, they got to go for it. And I don't think they were ready. So last year when those kids and Vlad Guerrero and Bo Bichette at different times before Bichette just went on in fuego late in the year, these guys, among others, you know, having growing pains, even though we know what they are, and they got to adjust cat mouse people. That league adjusts to you as a kid. You adjust back to the league, and we're seeing some of that. Well, now you got the Alec Manoas and company as they rise, right? Romero and the company rise in, the, in terms of arms in the back end, and the Jays right there look good with John Schneider. Look like that. Look, I like uh, Montoya, but this looks certainly to be the right move. And this team down the stretch played pretty darn good. The expectation could be real high in Toronto to now take that next step, to now go ahead and show that they can play with the Yankees. That thing the Rays showed a few years ago where the Rays said, he said it time and time again, and I have a different payroll for sure than Toronto's, but time and time again, they said, we're not afraid of the Yankees. But then they had that chance, and when they got there, they showed they were not afraid of the Yankees. When they got there, they beat the Yankees. When they got there, they were able to show not only can we play, not only can we compete, but we can beat, we can outwill, outlast, hello, survivor, whatever that is, you know, with that slogan. But we can get there, right? Because that Tampa Bay's shown that. Now let's see it out of Toronto. Now let's see it from the Jays. But the Jays got expectations right there. They're going to be expectations to a lesser extent, certainly that the Red Sox can't be as bad as last year, that the Orioles continue to grow, and the Rays are the great expect the unexpected because no matter who on the roster, Kevin Cash and Eric Neander and company find it away. Everybody got different levels of expectations. Everybody got different levels of grind, different levels of what they need to do to accomplish to be better, different levels of people questioning that they can be the same, all that kind of stuff. And that's part of what makes this game great. And part of what makes it crazy is that unlike an NFL season, you got 17 weeks and boom, in three, four weeks, your expectation's gone. And all of a sudden, that sprint, that marathon, doesn't matter how long the race, you hope that race end quicker because you finished. One, two, three, Cancun. It's not like that in Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, you got 162 games. Major League Baseball, you're a forever league. Major League Baseball, in that season, you got 58,000 chapters and you got 9 million pages and you writing them day after day after day. And in this sport, this year, with some of those teams with the expectations, it is hard to go bell to bell. It is hard to sit there and not have that moment where you lose six in a row, where you you blow it in some homestand against a big team in a series on a weekend and on a Sunday night baseball, you sit there and get trounced nine nothing and you're on all the papers about how crappy you are the next day. It's hard not to be feeling it when you're at the all-star break and everybody talking about how the hell are you in third place and at 500, can you get off the mat? It is hard. You can't just pace the whole time, most teams, and even if you do then that's not good either. Dodgers weren't challenged. How'd that pan out last year? It is going to be a year of expectations. And it's going to be a year for me about finding out what team can defy the lack of them. Because I mentioned the two centrals. I talked about teams like the Cubs and the Rangers and teams that could you know bounce up, move forward. Seattle, I didn't even mention them. And they have expectations and should to be a playoff team. They get the All-Star game this year. I love J-Rod. I love that young pitching staff. But can they cut that gap and go get to Houston? Can they be the team that maybe I'm making, we're making a mistake, not bringing up in the land of the Dodgers and the Mets and the Padres and the Astros and the Yankees? Maybe that's a mistake we're making in the Braves and the Phillies, right? Maybe Seattle in that mix. 
Maybe they belong in that mix. Let's see them in that mix. What team do you think is going to defy the odds and which team is going to get buried by them? I want to know your thoughts. Great expectations indeed. 2023. Can't get here quick enough. This season, my oh my. As always, unfiltered, we right here are presented by our good friends at Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.